if you're a beauty yeah. brand, you know, don't chase down the Breakfast Club because that's not. When, when have you seen a beauty interview being done on the Breakfast Club? Know who you're pitching. Know what outlet you're reaching out to. Make sure it makes sense. Because a lot of times, even without a budget, if you have an appealing and visually attractive brand that can reach the masses, some people will do things for you for free. Some celebrities will partner, will collab because they understand and see the vision behind what you're doing. So stop using, I don't have money, I don't have funding as an excuse to be mediocre. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where living intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I'm your host, Tayani Tellis, and today's episode is media, PR, and blogging. Now, before we get into today's episode, this podcast is sponsored by Intentional Investments. The Profit Blueprint registration is now open. If you are a current business owner seeking assistance with making money every day or exceeding revenue goals for your business, registration is now open for the Profit Blueprint, guys. During this two-day training, you will learn how to set your business up for success, learn tactics to profit off your clients' pain points, and create a conversion funnel to keep your clients purchasing and sending you referrals. This training is open only to the first 10 people. You can secure your spot with a $97 deposit today on www.intentionallyposh.com. Now, founder of Media Girls on Tour states, this successful tour has educated women in the areas of blogging, radio, print media, public relations, plus more by providing educational networking that features some of the most notable women in media. We continuously aim to uplift, educate, and build a community of successful women in media around the world. Hello, Delisa, and thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. How are you? Hello. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be a part of your podcast, and thank you for the invite. Yes, of course. So, I mean, before we even get started, can you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your journey into the media world? Okay. So, I started out writing since I was old enough to honestly read and write. Um, I fell in love with writing at a very young age. I had my very first article actually published when I was just in the fifth grade. And so, writing, content creation, and creativity has been something that has really been, you know, a part of my life for as long as I can remember. And I started my journey at Jacksonville State University studying math communications. And after I completed my degree, I took on an internship in Atlanta at Hot 107.9, one of the city's uh, most prominent R&B and hip-hop radio stations. And from working there, I was able to learn so much in such a short amount of time, um, learning about networking, blogging, uh, just basically about your relationships uh, that you need to sustain to be able to become a successful media personality. Um, a lot of it was things that weren't taught to, taught to me um, in actual college and school. So, you know, getting out in the field and interning in the industry has led me to where I was able to get a 
writing position with the National Magazine and cover the BET Awards and cover BMI and just get invited to the most exclusive areas in the entertainment and lifestyle industry. So I'm really grateful, but it's definitely been quite the journey. Yes, yes, I love it. So, I mean, even with that being said, um, I know that you have a couple of businesses that you currently run. Can you tell us a little bit more about what those businesses are and um, how you built such impact and influence behind them? Yes. um, I also dabble in public relations, and um, I have a broadcasting beauty boutique public relations and marketing firm and with that agency, I've been able to put together a lot of events, which is our main, you know, what is our main, I guess, niche, you would say, is event execution and media relations. I've been able to get clients placed in Essence Magazine, Galore, uh, on the news. Um, I've had so many amazing partnerships. I actually had the opportunity to do a pop-up shop for Melissa Ford, which is Rihanna's best friend, when she came out with her hat collection here in the city of Atlanta. So, a lot of amazing opportunities have really just fell into my lap. And I guess I won't say fell into my lap because when you're out hustling and grinding, everything starts to fall in place. And you, you, before you know it, you'll go from thinking about it and wishing about it to actually walking in it. So I'm very, very thankful about the work that I've done with Broadcasting Duty PR. And my other business, of course, is the Media Girls Network, which, like you said, is a creative community for other women in media. It was just built and established for us to educate, inspire, and learn from each other, all while celebrating the industry's leading media mavens. Because when I got out of college, I no one outside of the typical um, textbook answers how to navigate in the media industry. Because it's one of those fields where you graduate your degree in mass communications, And you're applying to work at the news. You're applying to work here. You're applying to work at all these publishing houses, and they say, hey, you need more experience, like five to seven years. So those 360 hours of uh, internship hours plus your four years you dedicated in college (laughs) uh, didn't amount to much when you come out of school fresh as um, as a young student in the communications game. So I had to learn how to go out and seek more opportunities, more internships, more experiences for myself as a college graduate. I got most of my hands-on experience after I already had my degree in my hand. So this network was really created so that I can help college students that are uh, are interested in mass communications, writing, blogging, hosting, public relations, get their hands wet, get their hands in the field before they graduate so that you're not like a lot of us where we end up graduating with our degree and then we're like, okay, I got this degree. That's all I was concerned with. Now what do I do? You know, there has to be someone or something in place that can kind of help you navigate and let you know, hey, well, this is probably the best option or these are some of the options that you have with the degree that you have. Because a lot of people, honestly, that I know that work and with the school in mass communications, they're not working in their industries and fields. And I did not want to be one of those people because simply reading, writing, mass communications, marketing, and creativity, that is my lifeline. That's how I breathe. I can't wake up and think. I, I can't imagine not doing what I do. And so when you have something and you love something that much, you find a way to make it work for you. And that's exactly what I did by just getting in the trenches, getting my hands and feet dirty, is getting intern, many internships as possible. I can 
definitely tell you I probably had about five to six internships past college. So I need people to understand that you don't come out of school expecting a handout, don't come out of school expecting all these high-paid, you know, gigs. Sometimes you have to start from the bottom. And graduating from college is another start from the bottom because now you're merging into the professional industry, and you have to learn your way. So you got to make it work for you. Yeah, I definitely love that. And I love the fact that you say that, you know, that it just wasn't like a you graduated type of situation and you landed this job. It's not the typical story because a lot of people, you know, for myself, I went into corporate America after I graduated. Um it might feel a little bit, but not doing exactly what I wanted to do. So it was kind of, my journey was a little bit different. So to hear your journey and experience to say, hey, you know, you want to change the whole trajectory of, you know, not pursuing something else just, you know, to sustain the moment until you found what you actually wanted to do. You created and made a path for yourself. So I really, really love that. Now, um, with all of that being said, what has been the most rewarding part of being in PR in the media world? Um, Honestly, the most rewarding part to me is when I'm able to look back at campaigns and projects that I've done and see the impact that I've had on the business or the talent, um, brightening someone's day by simply, you know, having a positive positive message for them during an interview. Right. I definitely feel like a surreal moment in my career was definitely the very first time I went to the BET Awards because it was held in Los Angeles, California. That was my first time ever traveling to L.A., ever traveling to California. And as a child, I never imagined a little a little ambitious girl from Noonan, Georgia would end up in Los Angeles at the BET Awards. I was used to watching it on TV. I was used to actually having to hide and sneak to watch BET because I grew up in a very strict household that didn't even allow me to really watch music videos or watch BET as a child. So it's just funny that I end up working with the BET networks and becoming one of their most prominent journalists when it comes to slaying these red carpets. So I just everything came really full circle, and I think, you know, being able to stand on those carpets that I never even knew was a possibility, even though I've always had interest in writing, always had interest in hosting. I never knew or even thought, I never even dreamed of being on red carpets, going to award shows. I didn't even know how to get access to those type of things. I like Honestly, I tell people a lot of times I look up and I'm like, how did I get here? So it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, I love it, I love it. So um, now one question I do have, I like to ask my the um the people that come on the podcast, how can someone start off being their own PR? Um, typically, a lot of times we know that businesses are, you know, not cheap at all. And for those right. who are trying to get their foot through the door, get these publications, get, um, you know, people that brand awareness um, in their community, how can they start off just being their basic line of, I guess, their own PR? So, of course, everyone knows that PR is expensive because it's definitely a luxury. And right. so you have to know when you first starting out as a small business owner how to kind of do some of your own marketing and PR practices. And my best, you know, advice would be to definitely think about 
how you want people to to perceive you, your business and your brand. How do you want people to um, – what type of customers? What's your ideal customer? Think about the things that they like. When it comes to marketing, I always think about what would appeal to my ideal customer, not the customer that's blowing me up in my deal, not the customer that wants to deal two for five, not the customer that's checking you down on social media. I mean your ideal customer. If you had to choose what type of client, what, what, what would they be paying, your ideal customer. You think about things and visuals that appeal to them. Work on your branding. Make your branding consistent from font to colors to logos. You know, if you can't afford a PR, at least invest in a good graphic designer and get your brand visually appealing where it will attract the type of attention that you need. There's also free resources like Hootsuite for scheduling social media posts, um, Canva for making simple social media Instagraphics. You may not have an artistic bone in your body. Canva.com has templates that you can use and, and, and revise and change the colors and change the fonts and add your logos to still create a consistent brand message. Um, my advice to people starting out that can afford PR is to genuinely Work on consistency, building trust in your business, and then reaching out. Think about people, influencers, celebrities that you would like to collab with that may bring more recognition to your brand. Reach out to them, but when you reach out to them, have a plan that makes sense, that appeals and aligns with their brand. If you're a beauty yeah. brand, you know, don't chase down the breakfast club because that's not when, when have you seen a beauty interview being done on the Breakfast Club? Know who you're pitching. Know what outlet you're reaching out to. Make sure it makes sense because a lot of times, even without a budget, if you have an appealing and visually attractive brand that can reach the masses, some people will do things for you for free. Some celebrities will partner, will collab because they understand and see the vision behind what you're doing. So stop using I don't have money, I don't have funding as an excuse to be mediocre. If you want yes. to make something happen, you're going to go above and beyond, and you're not going to worry about roadblocks or anyone stopping what you have planned. You're going to do whatever you have to do to make sure your dream comes to future, come, comes alive. You know? So yeah. I really am, um, I, I just really am, you know, passionate about entrepreneurs just doing the things that they say they want to do and getting out of their own way. Like for myself, I have to get out of my own way sometimes. You know those traits or attributes you may have that may not be the most helpful to your business or that may right. be hindering you or stopping you from getting to that next level. Just yeah. do what you need to do and rid yourself of those things so you can stop having an attitude, so you can stop not being where you need to be, and so you can really fully flourish. Yeah, I agree. I definitely wholeheartedly agree. Now, I do have another question. So for those who are looking to hire a PR, what is the most important thing to consider? Um, the most important thing is to consider is their previous client, previous campaigns, so you know what relationships they have, what, they're, what they are uh, capable of doing. And then also finding a publicist that can really identify with your brand or message because when you have a publicist that truly understands where you're going with your brand, the sky is the limit. You know, don't get a publicist. This is not really their lane. They don't really work with these type of clients. They never pitch this type of client. Look, do the research. Make sure you know their last three to five campaigns. Make sure you know what type of clients they normally work with. Make sure it's a fit for you. Yeah, definitely. And that was enough in itself. 
Um, guys, I hope that you're really taking this in for those who are entrepreneurs, who are thinking about hiring a PR, who are wanting to pitch themselves and become their own PR um, until you get to the point to where you can hire a PR. These are all important tactics, tools that you can start implementing in your business today. So, I mean, even on that note, would you suggest every business have some type of blog? Um, if so, um, what is, like, the importance of having a blog? Um, in 2019, I definitely feel it's important for each business to have their own blog because blogging is so popular now. And also, it's a way for you to connect with your audience and attract new clients by creating industry-related blogs. So if you're in the automotive industry, then have a blog that features different things that affect the cars or the automotive in industry. So I feel like blogs definitely help you become more visible. They help you attract new clients. And they're good as a form of, of tool or resource for anyone that may be seeking to outsource or hire your company. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. So Media Girls on Tour, let's talk about that for a minute. What was the actual vision behind it? I know earlier you mentioned that you wanted, you know, to create a space for um, women to be successful, but how did this come about? Um, honestly, I'm trying to think. The very first one I, I first event I hosted was a actual vision board party uh, four or five years ago, and I just, you know, it was such a success. It was great networking. It was great meeting other women, like-minded women in my industry. Um, I, I just. It, I, it took off from that very first event. And that vision really, like I said, it just stemmed from me not knowing what to do when I first graduated. I was just like walk, running around like with a chicken with his head cut off. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to be able to help the generations to come after you do better, evolve better. So I'm like, hey, do better than me. Start looking at your internship. Start looking into research prior to graduating. You know, get out here and get your hands wet prior to graduating, by the time you really get into the professional field, it won't be a position or anything that you can't do. So, honestly, the inspiration was simply, like I said, the missing piece and that lack of community in the media and entertainment industry, especially for black women. Yes, definitely. Love it, love it, love it. So, I mean, even with media girls on tour and all of the great things that you have going on. Are there any upcoming events, upcoming cities that you all will be in? Yes, we have um, a couple of events this weekend. We have our kickoff event tonight for Black Women's Expo. We have partnered with Black Women's Expo and BET Her for the kickoff event for the expo. And we're hosting a Boo Boo Lounge tonight. It's a free event. We have a complimentary cocktail hour with Captain Morgan. But this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, the Media Girls Network will be at booth 324 at the Georgia International Convention Center for Black Women's Expo. We'll be debuting our new uh, Media Girls merchandise, as well as conducting on-site interviews with, with the talents and individuals and attendees at the actual expo. So those are upcoming projects as far as this week and next month on October the 3rd. We will have our second Media Girls On Tour Atlanta event that will take place on a Thursday night right before BET Hip Hop Awards weekend. So definitely stay tuned for details on that. We have some big things in the works. 
But for any other updates, you can visit MediaGirlsOnTour.com. Yes, I love it. So I do like to pass off one question to all of our attendees on each podcast. So people typically send me a lot of questions in my DM pertaining to entrepreneurship, and I thought this um, question was very relative to what you already do. So the question was, how were you able to build influence around your brand? Um, I was able to build influence around my brand by networking, honestly. When I go to an event, before I had a name out here in the city of Atlanta, I would go to an event and I would get business cards from each and every person that's in the building. If these are exclusive and private events, they were invited by someone. I give them my card and I get their card. I built my contact stuff. I built my relationships. I stayed true to who I was as far as when you're working with people, have great energy to make them want to work with you again. But definitely I feel that my brand was built off of networking and consistency. If you're not consistent, then no one's going to remember you anyways. And when I first started, I was a little unknown blogger that no one knew, writing for my own blog. But after seeing me on the 17th carpet in a row, some people started to ask, you know, who is this girl? What's her name? I always see her at these events. I see her at the red carpet. So consistency is is key. Yes, I definitely agree. Now, one last thing, because we're getting close to the end of our episode, how how can you get people on board with the business? Um, I know for myself, entrepreneurship, like I say, on the podcast all the time, I feel like these entrepreneurial streets are real, like <laughs> – it gets tough, especially when you start to build a team. So how are you able to get everyone around you on board with the vision that you foresee for your company? Well, the answer, honestly, because I've, I've definitely struggled with building a team in the past, but now I see things a lot clearer. You simply build with people on the same mission as you. Everyone won't have the same work ethic. Everybody won't have the same goals. It's very important when building a team that you know what the people are seeking, and what they're bringing to the table. That way, it's an even exchange. It's an even exchange. There's no issue, and you can simply grow and build with people that are dedicated to your vision. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Girl, this podcast, like, you've given so much information, so much knowledge, and I hope everyone has been taking notes and that um, they're able to connect with you later. So can you – give any last words of advice for our listeners. If no, um, just tell us again how they can find you and support you. Okay. Um, I definitely just want to encourage everyone to keep pushing towards their goals. There will be roadblocks. There will be plenty nights of tears. There will be mistakes that happen along the way. But if you can't go a day without thinking about it, don't stop working for it. You know, God changes things, and you will go from thinking about it dreaming about it to really walking in it. And that is really my wish for everyone to genuinely have that true happiness and love and passion for what they're doing on the day-to-day. And uh, you guys can connect with me online. My personal account is P-H-A, baddest, R-H-O, the baddest row. Uh, my business page is the Media Girls Network, broadcasting, underscore, beauty, and Media Girls on tour. You can find me on on any of those pages, shoot me an email, text, whatever the case may be. But I just want to encourage everyone to just keep pushing towards the goal. Don't get distracted. 
Yes, yes, I love it. And, guys, all of her information, all of her social media handling, how you can connect with her, will be provided in the show notes so you will be able to find her and connect with her um, to help you build influence around their brand, to hire her as her PR, and just to connect and stay um, grounded with them because they have a lot of great things going on in the Atlanta area and in various cities. They go on tour every year. So please, 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 guys, follow them, connect with them, um, and let them know that you know that you support them, that you're ready to take your business to the next level. And I just want to thank you again so much for being a powerhouse. It was super amazing connecting with you. And well, listen for me. Yes, I am too, girl, because you gave so much information. Like, it was enough to last for a minute until they come and check you out in person. And for those, remember to subscribe to www.intentionallyposh.com for upcoming episodes. If you know anyone who can benefit from this podcast, guys, please, please, please pass it along. The more people that you send this way, it helps build our community, and we're able to keep providing you with valuable content and episodes. Also, do not forget to subscribe and leave us a review. We love hearing from you. I read every review, and it will be amazing to connect with you all as well. It helps us grow as a brand. Listeners, always remember to have a high vibe, intentional week. Bye, guys. Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.